In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text for this evening is from uh, one of the discourses of the end times uh, that uh, Jesus gave uh, the week of uh, Holy Week. We find it from Matthew chapter 24, and especially these verses. Please join with me as Jesus made this prediction. Therefore, Therefore keep, keep watch, watch because, because you do not, not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have, next year, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come in at an hour when you do not expect him. This will serve as our text. People of God, people whose faith is in Christ Jesus. Is your house ready to be broken into? Is your house ready to be broken into? Well, every year, millions of dollars are spent in the United States so that people can uh, protect their property. Uh, they purchase secure locks. They put up uh, burglar alarm systems. Uh, they uh, put up all kinds of sensors and cameras. Everything is set in place so that their houses can be protected, so their property can be protected. The preparations are made because the expectation is that there's a likelihood that someone's going to come and try to break in, and it'll probably be at a time when the owners least expect it. Well, at this time of the year, in many countries, many people are getting their homes ready to be broken into. But instead of installing burglar alarms, they're setting out cookies and milk, crackers and cheese. They're making special pre uh, preparations to welcome the intruder rather than trying to do things to prevent them from coming in. And children especially are looking forward for Santa to arrive in their homes sometime between Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. You too, Luke? You're ready. Well, we got burglar alarms. If Santa comes, he'd better watch out. <laughs> okay. So, anyhow, most children <laughs> look forward to great anticipation and excitement. Usually, we don't think of somebody breaking into our house as being a uh, a good thing, a happy time. Uh, but this is a kind of a burglar in reverse. It's a burglar in reverse. Instead of breaking in to take things away. Uh, here comes a burglar who breaks into our house uh, to give gifts. And no wonder then that we look forward to his arrival, to his coming into our homes. Preparing for Christmas. Are we looking for the Santa or are we looking for the Savior? Who's the real guest of honor? The important one who wants to break into our homes and into our lives. Now, Jesus gave many examples or illustrations or pictures as he taught the people <clears throat> during his ministry here on earth. Uh, he gave many different illustrations that describe himself, uh, that talked about the uh, things that he was doing and what he was providing for people. <clears throat> That's why there are times when he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Uh, I am the living water. I am the bread of life. <clears throat> I am the light of the world. But in this particular text, 
Jesus calls himself the burglar. I am the burglar that's breaking into your house. I am the burglar that's going to break in to your life. Now, the good shepherd I can understand, but somehow or another, the illustration of the good burglar just doesn't seem quite right. Why don't you talk to someone next to you and just say, isn't it comforting to know we have a good burglar in our house? You know, that's not quite uh, as, as assuring. What Jesus is doing in this particular illustration, he is assuring us and he is promising us that he's going to break into our lives and into this world at a time when we least expect him. <clears throat> now, in the context of this particular passage, Jesus is especially talking about the end of the world. He speaks about the day will come when he will return again. This time he's not going to come quietly slipping into the world, what we might say like he did at Bethlehem almost 2,000 years ago. This time when he returns, it's going to be with full glory, full power, instantaneously, everybody in the whole universe will know it's him. It's time. And on that day when he returns, all glory to judge the world, his return will be a time of fear and dread for those who have rejected him. But for those who have been called to faith by the power of the Holy Spirit, for us it will be a time of tremendous joy. For at that time, he brings his people fully into the presence of the eternal God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus is telling us, <clears throat> you can bet on it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so, we are to keep watch, to be prepared for his arrival. Now, it's strange that so many people invest so much time and energy in preparing for Santa but so often they prepare hardly any time to prepare for their Savior. So many would rather have a Santa come into their world than the Savior that they desperately need. A man was going through a very difficult time, and a Christian friend sent him a copy of the New Testament that the Christian had personally used for many years. And uh, the Christian had marked it had count, uh, in it and underlined a number of things. He'd written a number of personal notes in it, prayer requests that he had made, prayer uh, 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 results that God had given. He had put all kinds of notes in it. It was a very valuable gift to him, uh, very valuable to him. But he sent it to his friend because his friend was having a very difficult time. The Christian received a phone call. The man who received the gift, angrily was shouting at him, Stop trying to push your religion on me. Stop trying to shove your Jesus down my throat. Stop sending me your God books. I don't want them. I don't need them. Now, after several minutes of this, finally the man had calmed down from his anger, and the Christian man replied, My friend, the time will come when God is the only one that you will have left. He will be the only one that you have, will, that you have left. Please do not throw away the Savior that you need. Throwing away the Savior. 
So many people are so excited as they want to welcome Santa as a guest of honor. And yet at the same time, it almost seems that they're doing everything they can possibly do to keep Jesus out of their lives. They try to burglar-proof their homes and their lives to protect themselves from Jesus. Who are we preparing for? The Santa or the Savior? So how can we prepare for the real guest of honor? We can summarize that in two statements. Please read the first one with me. Face the truth of our sin and our need of a Savior. And the second truth, thank God for His gift of the Savior we do not deserve. Savior. Who needs a Savior? Well, have we sinned? Have we done things and said things that deeply hurt others? Are there things in our lives that we wish we could redo again? That there was a great big delete button that we could just push and completely eradicate those particular words and actions so that we would have a fresh start? Be honest. Be real. Be truthful. Of course, there are many things that fit into that category. Many things. And no matter how we would like to make them all right again, no matter how hard we try to do it, we simply cannot. It's an impossible task for us. We need forgiveness and a life that only God has the power to provide. And what about the power of death? How can we get past that power? There's only been one person in all of history that has ever done that. Only one. Only one. And it's only by God's grace and powerful promise that is demonstrated so powerfully in the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we see we have the ability to get past even the power of death because of the promise that God has given to us. We need a Savior. God is our Savior. With these things in mind as we go about our daily living, that's how we keep watch and prepare for our Lord's return. And as we keep watch for our Lord's return on the last day, we'll also discover that, uh, that our God is busy breaking into our lives day after day in so many different ways. As we read and study the Scriptures, we see examples of how God broke into the events of history in order to bring about His salvation and His rescue. That's what Christmas is all about. God breaking into this world to change the whole history of the world. To give life for everyone. God reaching into our world, breaking into our world to bring His salvation and rescue. He broke into the lives of people in the past giving them hope in times of their despair, giving them promises and assurances of His forever love. And He continues to break into our lives today in the sacred actions, that is, in God's actions and God's promises found, for example, in holy baptism. As He is the one who declares that we are His children, His forgiveness, His life is ours, even before we even do any one thing to earn it. Or in the sacred action of Holy Communion, where the body and blood of Christ personally reaches out and touches our lives with His forgiveness, with His new life. And God uses other ways to poke His fingers 
into our worlds, into our lives. Perhaps we discover his presence or a promise conveyed to us through the encouragement of friends or a card or a letter or an item in a newspaper or a devotional book or of all places, a note on Facebook. God using these things to reach out to us, to show us that he loves us, that he died for us, that he will rescue us from our sin, from death and Satan. He breaks into our lives not to steal, not to destroy, not to take away. Instead, he breaks into our lives to give us what we can never get on our own, bringing us his gifts of his powerful love, his mercy, his forgiveness, his life for each day and all eternity. Keep watch. Keep watch. Keep your eyes open each day, not only for the last day, but for how God is reaching into your daily life to give you an encounter with our Creator, our Savior. Getting ready for Christmas means to prepare for a break-in, to prepare for an intruder. Getting ready for Santa can be a lot of fun, but it's the Savior that we need. It's the Savior that we need. It's the Savior that God gives. And so people of God, people whose faith and trust is in Jesus, the good burglar, I don't know if you can see this picture very well, but it intrigued me. Here's this burglar standing in front of the house. You notice anything unusual about the house? All the windows and doors are open. All the windows and doors are open. It's a burglar's dream, right? That's the dream of Jesus, the good burglar. That is, he comes to our house, to our lives, the doors, the windows are all open, welcoming him in as not only our, an intruder, but especially our Savior and our friend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We bow our heads to pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for breaking into our lives. We thank you that Jesus is our good burglar who breaks into our lives to give us the gifts that we can never purchase on our own and that he is the one who also tells us and guarantees us of life with you for all eternity all because of what he has done for us. Help us to truly prepare for Christmas to prepare for you our Lord, our Savior for we ask it in Jesus' holy name. Amen.